0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Berean Post devotional podcast. Now, for those of you that have been following along, you know that we just com- concluded our walk through the book of Colossians, and so as per the request of a reader or a listener, we're now going to explore the first letter to the Corinthian church penned by the Apostle Paul, and I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in with the text. Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, and Susanus our brother to the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Jesus Christ, called to be saints, with all who in every place call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ our Lord, both er, their, theirs and ours, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's 1 Corinthians 1 verses 1 to 3. Did you you know the Apostle Paul founded the church at Corinth during his second missionary journey? That was around 50 AD. Corinth was a, a significant city in Greece known for its wealth, trade, and culture, and it was located in the southern part of Greece connected to the peninsula and to the rest of Greece, it was situated between the agency and the Gulf of Corinth, which made it a hub for trade and commerce. Well, back in ancient time, Corinth was one of the most important cities in Greece and famous for producing things like pottery, textiles, and It was It was also a trade center with merchants from all over the Mediterranean to buy and sell goods. The city was home to philosophers like Dionysius and Crates, and it hosted um, the Isthmian if, Games every two years. And they were a pan-Hellenistic athletic competition that attracted athletes and spectators from all over the known world. Greece, uh, 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 Corinth, rather, um, Corinth's reputation for wealth and prosperity also came with a reputation for moral corruption prostitution was a common trade in the city, and the city was known for its loose morals. For instance, the Temple of Aphrodite in Corinth was a center of worship for the goddess of love, and was said to have employed over 1,000 temple prostitutes. Well, after the Roman conquest of Greece in 146 BC, Corinth became an important Roman colony, And continued to be a center of trade and commerce. The city was destroyed and rebuilt several times throughout its history and of course the most famous of its rebuilding occurred under Julius Caesar in 44 BC. The city continued to thrive under the Romans rather and many important buildings and monuments were constructed during this time. Today the city of Corinth is famous for archaeological discoveries, and it attracts visitors from all over the world who are interested in exploring its rich history and culture. But how did the church get started in Corinth? Well, according to the New Testament, the Apostle Paul first visited Corinth during his second missionary journey around 50 AD. Acts 18 states that Paul arrived in Corinth after leaving Athens and found Aquila and Priscilla who were tent makers like himself, and he he stayed with them. While in Corinth, Paul preached in the synagogue every, every every Sabbath, and he tried to persuade the Jews and Greeks to believe in Jesus Christ. However, when the Jews opposed and reviled him, Paul would simply shake off his garments and said to them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I'm innocent, and from now on I'll go to the, to the Gentiles. Paul then started preaching to the Gentiles, and many believed and were baptized. And Acts 18 uh, records that Crispus, who was a ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord together with his entire family, and many of the Corinthians hearing Paul's word believed and were baptized, and this is the beginning of the church. As the church grew in Corinth, Paul continued to preach and teach there. He, he stayed in Corinth for a year and a half, teaching uh, the Word of God among them, and after leaving Corinth, Paul wrote two letters to the Corinthians, which are now included in the New Testament, 1st and 2nd Corinthians. And in this letter, Paul, um, he says, uh, he addresses this letter to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints together with those who in every place call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both theirs and ours. So again, this is similar to his, his introduction in Colossians. He's calling them... Saints, um, and we've talked about that in, in our introduction to Colossians, so you can go back and read more about that if you like. Well, who was Susanus? Susanus was a Christian uh, leader in Corinth, and he's mentioned in the New Testament in the book of Acts. He's described as a ruler of the synagogue, and in Corinth, he was beaten by a crowd for his association with Paul. Later in the opening readings of this text, Paul refers to Susanus as a co-author of the letter and a a brother in Christ. Well, it's unclear whether this is the same uh, person as the Susanus found in Acts, or if it's a different person with the same name. But it is clear that Susanus had a significant role in the early church, in the early Christian community in, in Corinth, and that he was highly esteemed by the Apostle Paul. Okay, well why did Paul write the letter? Paul wrote 1st Corinthians to address several issues causing problems and divisions within the Corinthian church. So I'm going to tell you about some of the problems that he addresses in this letter. First, there were divisions among the members of the church. Some people identified themselves as followers of Paul, Apollos or Cephas and this caused factions within the church and Paul That urges them to focus their unity in Christ rather than on their favorite preachers or teachers, and and we can learn a lesson from that today. Secondly, there were reports of sexual immorality among the members of the church. One man even uh, took his father's wife. So Paul says to the church to remove this person from their community to maintain their their moral purity. Third, third, there were lawsuits among the believers instead of resolving their church disputes some members took each other to court and paul encouraged them to seek wise and impartial mediation from within the church rather than involving the secular authorities fourthly paul um uh, uh, fourthly uh, some of the members questioned whether or not marriage or celibacy was better and so paul gives guidance on these issues emphasizing that marriage and cel- celibacy can Both be valid and honorable choices. Finally, some of the members participated in pagan rituals and asked whether eating meat sacrificed to idols was acceptable. Paul warns them against participating in pagan rituals and urges them to prioritize the welfare of weaker believers who might be led astray by their actions. The church in Corinth had a rich history, and while it had a reputation for moral corruption. It was a city where the gospel message flourished and that the power of God transformed many lives. May we also learn from the examples of the early church and seek to live holy, unified lives that honor God and build up His church. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Breein Post podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit Brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home.